welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome, my friends, to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Silence can be uncomfortable, can it? That long pause before I started to speak. Well, I've had some silent moments the last few days, reflecting maybe like some of you on the tornadoes that just swept through the center of our country, leaving, as far as we know right now, at least 88 dead, over 15,000 structures destroyed or severely damaged, Current estimates having almost $4 billion of damage. There was a warning. They talked about the tornadoes coming. The day before, I said to my wife, they're saying there could be night tornadoes. What's a night tornado? That sounds scary. Yet in that moment, there was nowhere to run. And they came. And people's lives were changed forever. A lot of times before a storm, there's this silent stillness that can hang in the air. When all of a sudden the wind stops, the trees are still. But you can feel it in your skin as the barometer changes. And you know that behind that silence and behind that stillness, something is waiting to invade. And even though you'll think you'll see it coming, and you'll think you can run from it, in a moment can be upon you and your world altered forever and then after it passes silence again whether it's silent or not it feels that way because in your mind as you look around you and your world has been changed there can truly be silence in the air or there could be sirens and screaming but in your brain you're alone and just silent and it cuts deep and it clarifies It might not clarify in a comforting way at all, but it clarifies. What does it remind you of? Reminds you of all sorts of things from the good book, reminding us where to put our treasure because as those buildings fall and cars are overturned, kind of reminds you that so much of what we pursue is just pure meaningless. Those shiny things can be taken away in an instant. Everything is temporal. We all go back to dust. Everything falls apart. Reminds you that no matter who you are, no matter how much money you have in the bank, no matter what other people think of you, life is a priceless and precious yet vulnerable thing. Pondering on all of that, I can't help but think back on my own life when proverbial storms have hit me, sometimes coming out of nowhere. Sometimes I saw them coming and I couldn't run. Sometimes I was overcome by fear of something bad that was going to happen, and it didn't happen. Yet the fear itself was a tornado. The fear itself paralyzed me. The fear itself kept me from living Our spiritual life can follow this pattern 
of a storm? How does it happen sometimes? Sometimes we're numb to the behaviors that destroy us. We're just numb to it or we ignore it or we give into it. And then we can become broken and overcome by fear and despair. When we look back on regret, things we haven't done, things we have done that have damaged our lives, that have damaged the lives of others, time we have wasted, opportunities we did not seize, mistakes we made. In the faces of these storms, we can be left in kind of an existential stillness. And just like after a storm has destroyed everything, you stand there naked, realizing what really matters and what really has value. These kind of existential crises can do the same thing to us. They can strip our egos completely naked, completely bare. They can force us to face the things in life that truly matter. Our relationships, our faith, our existence that really we're only sure of in this very moment. And when I say forces us to come face to face, it might renew us and energize us and say, yes, I've been spending time and pursuing so many vain and temporal things that now it's time to focus on my relationships and my faith and my community. And in this moment, live in the life I've been given. Or we can look at those things in horror. We can think about the relationships that we've squandered, that we've taken for granted people that we should have loved better, people that we should have forgiven, a faith that we haven't pursued, that we haven't found comfort in, and an existence that feels like instead of living in this moment, we are always trying to escape this moment. Words of Christ can ring true. My God, my God. Why, why hast thou forsaken me? And we listen. And we listen, the storm comes and it passes, and yet there's silence. We grow old, we look at our lives, we think my youth is gone. There's no more do-overs. How can I rise up? My despair is total. We look for answers and we look for a path and we look for a way to escape and we listen and we listen, and there is silence. And in that depth and in that moment, in that eerie quiet, we say, where do we go from here? Where is our next step? The pain of that moment can last so long. It can seem so inescapable. It can make picking up your Bible and reading it seem a vain exercise looking for hope on the internet, just a dark hole that you fall into. And then you're quiet again and you wait. Now here's what I hope happens to you. What I'm thankful for, if and when it happens to me, that in moments like this, when you're completely empty, when you've been completely stripped bare, they are opportunities to finally cut through all the noise, all the temporal things, to create a life focused on the things that mattered, that I believe God beckons us to 
and so much tries to take us away from, confuses us, complicates our lives, inflames our passions, yet empty, maybe just in that moment we're immune to all those things. And for once, if we allow ourselves, we can find an opportunity to create a life focused on meaning. The fact that this moment might be all that we have and it might as well be meaningful and lasting and deep. The opposite of regret. The fire can simplify us, can make our decisions easier. Can help us understand that that relationship is worth more than all the gold in the world. It's worth more than all the treasures in the world. That moment with the one you love and you're empty except for the focus on them. My God, I had a moment like that recently with my wife. Man, I was stressed. I was upset. I was tired. Something inside both of us said, let's go for a drive. Man, for about the first hour, it was tough. I was having a hard time listening to her. I'm assuming she was having a hard time talking to me when I wasn't listening. I was an easy I didn't want to be there, but I knew I should. But I just let myself empty. I just let that stress go through me and accept it. I forced myself to listen. And then there was a moment sitting there at a table in a restaurant where it was like I, I gave up. And the only thing that existed in that moment was her and the words coming out of her mouth going in my head. Me miraculously being able to truly listen. And I wanted for nothing else. I feared for nothing. I was anxious for nothing. And those moments don't have to be so fleeting. As long as there are people around you, people that need help, people that you love, friends, there's an opportunity for time like that at any moment. You don't necessarily have to let a storm take you to that place and then hope you find that moment and that clarity. Go right now. Fight. Fight for long walks, long talks, good books, good food, an expulsion of the excess and the noise, a rejection of the temporal and an acceptance of the silence and the pain and the trauma that if we let it can cleanse us, can focus us, and can leave us with all that matters. Her sweet words in my head and nothing else. Until next time, my friends, aim high. I'll be there with you. Spread your wings the lighter you are. The more junk you get rid of, the easier it's going to be to spread those wings. The higher you're going to aim, the higher you're going to fly. And then you'll keep your eyes on the things that matter, which might just be in that one moment, the voice of your child, a voice of someone you love, a voice of a stranger that you're completely focused on, voice of an old friend, voice of a choir, maybe just sitting in the church listening. 
But whatever that is, wherever that is, whosoever voice that is, in that moment, may you find peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green. She's gonna be the